Nerd is the new sexy. Gambit, today I challenge you to a very special kind of combat. Do you know what kind of combat it is? Mortal Kombat. This is Wildfire One. With me today is Gambit. As always, this is Nerds the New Sexy. We're on episode forty-seven today, and uh, as you couldn't, if you couldn't tell before, you know now the the episode is about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> There's quite a bit we can talk about with Mortal Kombat. Uh, best way to start is at the beginning. Uh, you know, it started out as a, a arcade game. <laughs> the you most know. violent arcade game ever oh. made at the time. Oh, yeah. The critics were bitching and whining. Oh, there was a whole thing about, like, Moms Against Mortal Kombat. The nation went crazy about how much violence and gore was in this. And, like, you hit a dude in blood sprays. It was the first time that you really had these violent graphic scenes, which are... When you go back and play the first one, are pretty tame by today's standards, actually. Oh, by today's standards, but you know that was one of the first games that actually did that. I mean, you saw someone rip someone else's heart out, you know, someone else would like rip out someone's spine, all the, all the you know, it's the first time you ever saw fatalities, and it was great. And as a kid, I mean, that was beautiful. I'd lo- I used to love to go to the. Uh, the arcade and play that game and just or just watch someone play because you'd get that badass in the arcade to just get on there and just rape everyone like a, just b- totally go through people you know who who would challenge him and, and he knew all the fucking codes because you know that's all he did all day long you know the coolest thing about it too is it harkens back to a day when arcades were a thing like oh yeah. like your mom would give you twenty dollars and be you'd sit whole the arcade day. and you would just play video games all day long that would be a whole day at, at a fucking arcade 20 bucks dude that was 20 crazy. bucks man 20 bucks it was like it was like 25 it was like 25 cents 50 50 cents was like the expensive video game yeah back was, then. that was mortal Kombat back in the day and that was mortal Kombat. and i remember people would line up for the damn thing putting their quarters on the machine calling who's gonna be next on yep. it you know yep and that shit was fun i was a bit of a voyeur with that i, I didn't necessarily like the play too much because i would i don't know at the time i wasn't very good with the controllers and shit and um i was better i liked the, the shooter games and stuff but it was always fun to watch like you know people play other characters watching scorpion you know rip his head off and blow fire over someone's face and watch him melt and shit it was always cool and those graphics at the time being as crappy as they look today at the time was the most amazing thing ever i mean they had real life actors playing the characters which was amazing. yeah and real and they modeled them after real humans it was like it was just insane yes it was insane how well it looked the graphics were amazing the characters were great too and, and that, and that since we're talking about since we're starting at the beginning you know um you talk about you got to talk about the original seven characters unless you counted shang sun as the boss the original characters were johnny cage uh-huh kano uh-huh raiden Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Sonya Blade. Yep. I think there was a code you could... I, I could be wrong. I think maybe that was the second one, but I think there was a code you could play fucking Goro at one point. I think that was for the actual video game that came out. I think it was yeah. the third game, actually. The third yeah. game you could play. But yeah, and that's the thing, and that and that's where a lot of people get confused is because, yeah, um, Goro and, and Shang Tsung were in the video game, but they were the boss fights. Oh, yeah, and it was... <laughs> It, it it was I mean the, the the game was fun and on top of that like it was really kind of one of those really simply put together games when I say simply I mean the fighting you just go up this I don't know this totem pole of bad guys or people you're fighting against till you get to the you know the last two and it was simple but str- like brilliant it was simple but brilliant oh I mean and like I said the the fatalities were where it was at when I was a kid oh, when right. I first got when me and my brother first got that game 
oh my god we would play it for hours and just like beat the hell out of each other me i was always a johnny cage fan you know johnny cage is the man i don't care how cocky he was he was awesome it was johnny cage and raiden for me what? and then i i kind of fell in love with sub-zero a little bit and then i would have to say it was scorpion then Liu kang sonya then and, and kano i i didn't play kano at all it's the first game i mean let's talk about they based a lot of their characters off of people from movies or real life people i mean come on you got you got raiden big trouble in little china well what i liked about it was and this is this is one of those fun facts that only a few people know it was an american game designer and they designed uh, the game without a storyline. They wanted a storyline in there, and they did a very small comic book that was very short-lived. I remember and that. When it when it first came out, it was to be that Johnny Cage was actually the hero of the story, yeah. not Liu Kang. Yeah, it turned out to be Liu Kang in the. But it turned out to be Liu Kang because yeah. when it went from arcade to console, they found that the most popular played character was, was Liu Kang because he was based on Bruce Lee. Yeah. Which yeah, he was based off Bruce Lee, and what's what Johnny Cage was who? I forget. You know that I think. Uh, Johnny Cage was the, the 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 movie star white boy. Yeah, but who was he based off? Was he supposed to be like Jean Claude Van Damme? Was he? Supposed I don't to be- know if they actually based him off a real life person, but the original storyline was supposed to be this: is that a cocky, arrogant American Johnny yeah, Cage yeah. went to the tournament, fell in love. Sonya Blade, Sonya Blade, yeah, and then won the tournament. So it was supposed to be like the overarching, very s- typical American story. Oh, hero God, yeah. goes, hero gets personal growth, learns to be a better fighter, learns that he's fighting not for his ego or anything like that, but he's fighting for the fate of the world. He's fighting falls, for the fate of the world and love itself, and, a very epitome. and love itself, and gets the girl. You know, gets the girl. You know, I, he gets the girl. No one does he get the girl. He gets it. the girl pregnant. Yeah, he does. But that's it's later so on. It's so funny that that, that was the main storyline. So much so that later on we'll talk about it. That they harken back into the newest game, yep. and we'll go back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But what's so funny about that is. They had this. They had this storyline so built up in their head that in the second or third game, they actually brought the love interest in for Liu Kang, and that was Katana. So it was like they, and that's where the movie kind of goes off. The movie goes off like the third or the fourth game, and the third well, or the, the fourth game. The is when they- first movie, I think, yeah, it kind of it kind of incorporates all three of those games together. I want to say. Yeah, but yeah. The movie, the movie was. Sunray, I'll tell you differently, but I, I think the movie was crap. I see. I, I, I gotta agree with Sunray. I actually really enjoyed, really enjoyed the movie. I think he's talking out of nostalgia when he. When, I thought it was fun. I just didn't. You know what killed it for me was fucking Raiden, like Christopher Lambert. Just, just no. I think he did a great job. No, no, just no. I just it. Uh, I, I just could not get past the Highlander Raiden. Yeah. So there's not much to talk about in the first move, uh, the first game, because it was very basic, well, it was very stripped down. But the second game, that's where you get a lot of your more iconic characters. Because the second game had nine playable characters right off the bat. It had Liu Kang, mm-hmm. uh, Kung Lao, Johnny Cage, well, Reptile, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Shang Sun, Katana, and Melina. Jax got to introduced then. Yep. Uh, Baraka was introduced then, and so was Raiden. Sonya Blade was actually not in the second game, which was actually kind of funny because again, in the main, in the main storyline, Sonya Blade was supposed to die. Yeah, I was going to say, well, didn't she supposedly die? You know, 
wasn't that why she wasn't in it? There's a lot of reasons why. A lot of the fan theory behind it was that that she wasn't in it in the second game because, again, when the second game came out, they started building a better storyline for it. And it was all the storyline was built around Liu Kang. Yeah. So with that being said, they brought in two female fighters, Katana and Melina. And Katana was his love interest, Melina being the bad girl. Because that was the thing about the, the original Mortal Kombat and the second Mortal Kombat is that everybody had an arch rival. Oh, Every- yeah. Oh, you're right. That's true. So in the second game, they arch rival everybody again where it was Liu Kang and his arch rival was Kung Lao before yeah. they made Kung Lao his, his grandfather. Or his, he was a descendant of Kung Lao, basically. Oh, I thought it was again, his brother very, or some shit. I can't remember. No, he's actually his... He's a, he's a, again, it gets very convoluted because we're... Because we're still talking about the first and second game when there was no set storyline. Yeah, they they changed they obviously changed it in the future to like make it make right. Sense. So so when the second game came out, it was still very much based on a loose storyline that only kind of the writers knew, but the, the fans didn't. So again, your your characters that were against each other was Shang Sun versus Raiden, and it was uh, Jax versus uh, uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero, obviously. Lena, obviously. You know, and so everybody had a rival, basically. And Reptile was the only one who didn't have a uh, a rival because Reptile was an unknown factor at that point. Wasn't Reptile and Smoke like secret characters in one of the games? Uh, no, Smoke was a secret character in the third game, so we haven't gotten to him yet. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm just trying to get. I, I can't remember all this shit. It this all these games kind of like mash together because I, with oh, I mean, again, we'll, 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 we'll get to that when we get into the actual storyline of the games. When yeah. we start talking about the, the you know the actual storyline, which actually happened in it, uh, it started in three. And again, we'll just get right into three because, I mean, really there's not much to talk about with one or two except for our love for playing the game because there wasn't really anything about it. See, now, and that's when you talk about the third game where Noob was actually a hidden character. Oh, but in the third game... Cybat or Sabat or whatever. Yeah, Noob, Cybot. Now, in the yeah. third game, you got a lot more different characters. you got Cyrax, Cabal, Nightwolf, Sector, Sindel, Shiva, Striker, Jax, Kano, Kung Lao, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade was back in it, Sub-Zero, Shang Sun, Smoke. Mataro was introduced in the third game. Shao Kahn was finally introduced in the third one as well. As the ultimate evil at the time. Because he was the one pulling the strings of Shang Tsung. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So, and that's when the third game came out, and the third game had the storyline. And the basic premise of the storyline was this: there's different realms, like multiverse theory, basically. There's different realms interlocked through the gods. Yeah, and, and the idea was that they made a pact. The gods made a pact saying that you couldn't invade and take over a realm unless you challenged said realm to Mortal Combat and had to win ten Mortal Combats in a row, which is one. Mortal Kombat each generation. By this has been decreed by the elder gods. By the elder gods, yes. exactly. Which we find out, you know, much later on. Uh, there's more to it than that. But go on. Yeah, there's a whole lot more to it than that, and and that's what's crazy about it is that we finally got this storyline of like, oh, okay, and that kind of puts you at this like really weird kind of like spot where it's like, now the original Mortal Kombat. With Liu Kang, the number one, again, going back to number one, number one was supposed to be the ninth tournament. And that's why Johnny Cage or Liu Kang winning was such a big deal because they stopped the inevitable uh, realm merging and uh, Shang Tsung taking over Earthrealm and all that other good stuff. And but yeah, so it's like every generation. Now it's funny that they say that every generation is is a Mortal Kombat, but if you're doing every generation, then that means that they wouldn't be. 
you know, Liu Kang, Sony Blade, they wouldn't be in the next games because they wouldn't be the next generation. Yeah. yeah, that makes no sense because there'd be, you know, it's almost like it's timeless right now because they're there. Right, and now, so now you got this very convoluted story, and that kind of ends in, and the, the storyline gets real convoluted between four, five, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. The storyline gets real fucking convoluted. I mean, terribly, horribly, hard to follow convoluted. Eagle. Mortal Kombat 3 gives yeah. you a loose idea of the storyline, and it gets kind of convoluted and hard to follow, mm-hmm. and that leads into four. Which four well, well, uh, premiered again, on? Again, you forget about Ultimate Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's true. Mortal Kombat three came out, and that's where we got a few of those extra characters. I think, I think we. I again, tell me if I'm wrong, because it came out for uh, it was the arcade, Super NES, Genesis, Sega Saturn. But uh, you know, I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did this? Didn't this one have a few more extra characters? Yeah, Ultimate had a few characters that are playable, but they were like noobs I bought. The ones that were secret in 3 that yeah. were now playable in, in Ultimate. The Mortal Kombat trilogy came out, which had all three of the games, you know, for people. It was like, oh my god, I'm going to buy all of them at once. And then Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That game, I think that was all about what Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there actually was a couple of just Sub Zero games. Yeah. There were a few. Sub Zero like, kind of took off. He he. He became like everyone's favorite character at one point. I, I That's don't. because he had ice. He could freeze as you. He, he, uh, he, did you say you could freeze as you? Freezes as you. He could freeze as his. We're going to patent that. You've he been... was Elsa's future husband. Oh, God. If the, Oh, God. Imagine the ice sex. That would be some good ice sex. I'm not going to lie. That would be... Um, I wonder if they freeze together like dogs. <laughs> ben, get the warm water. We're stuck together. <laughs> uh, so... You got Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero, which is basically one of those games that kind of slipped in the cracks. I mean, people either loved or hated it. I I, I don't think it was a very good game. Then you got Mortal Kombat 4 that came out. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 4 originally came out on the N64, so this is where it really got real popular because it came out in 97. Um, A a lot of us were teenagers at that point. Like, I was 13 in 97. I was definitely willing to play some more violent games at that point. And this was the game. This was actually also the game that introduced uh, the weapon system to Mortal Kombat. Like oh, each buddy, right. yeah, everybody had their own weapons at this point. Because the only person that had a weapon up until that point was Baraka, because it was like he had those built-in metal arms. Yeah, yeah. He was like he was like Wolverine or Deadpool. If you remember the first Deadpool movie with Origins. Uh, so which one? Which one had friendship and all that shit? Um, I'm not sure which one brought in friendship and babality. That was, those those moves were hilarious. Yeah, was it like three or four? I know it was one of the, I know it was one of the ones for the Super Nintendo or you know the the older consoles. Yeah. Well, so. the cool thing about what I love about four is that at, at four is when you really started seeing the popularity of the pickup and the characters, and that's when they started really individually doing everybody's individual storyline. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, yeah, they kind of went out of the way to kind of learn, you know, give you more about them, you know, before you just like, oh yeah, Kano's a dude who just he's a thief and he's you know, an international thief and he has knives and shit, you know, and for some right. reason he has one robotic eye. <laughs> right, never- and they finally go into all that, like with with Kano being part of this secret organization that yeah. knows about the different realms. One of the only secret organizations on Earth realm that knows that other realms exist. He's technically working for Shang's son. Yeah. He, that's how he's got that robotic eye because it doesn't come from this realm. Uh, then you get like this. And this is, I think, where the popularity of Sub-Zero comes in because then you finally understand that Sub-Zero, oh, Sub-Zero was betrayed and it's like, 
two different ninja clans, the Sub-Zero clan and the Scorpion clan. They were two different clans that were warring against each other, and one killed the other one's family, and that's whether, like... It was basically Sub-Zero's clan killed Scorpion's clan, wiped out his entire family, and Scorpion went to hell, basically, or the Dark Realm, made a deal with, like, this devil, basically, to get those super demonic powers to be able to do, like, Toasty and, like, the, the, the spear and shit like that. <laughs> and that's why he came back from hell to kill Sub-Zero. So, like, it, it started coming a little convoluted on the storylines of, like, well, who really is good and who really is evil? Because up until that point, everybody thought that Scorpion was the evil character because he was all, you know, demonic and hell-like. But it's mm-hmm. like, well, no, he's just kind of avenging his family family from this dickhole sub-zero who later you find out didn't actually kill his fucking family it was shang sun disguised as scorpion's clan to create the rift between the two clans because if the two clans fought together in mortal Kombat, they would win and if anybody hasn't figured it out now again i've said it before johnny cage is my favorite character i will always play johnny cage and i will whoop the dog shit out of you with johnny cage you know um or Johnny Gage, if you want to be a dick about it. Yeah, no, it's not the best insult, but people do it online all the time, and it's like, okay, whatever, I'm still going to whoop your ass with him. I'm going to shadow kick you to oblivion, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to nut punch you. Johnny Cage's split nut punch move is the coolest martial art move I've ever seen it's in my iconic. life. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah, oh my god, like, I'm going to split, I'm going to do the splits, I'm going to dodge a roundhouse punch from you, and then I'm going to destroy your testicles. And then uh, you know, there's more, then after Mortal Kombat Four came Mortal Kombat Gold, and I think that was like what, just an updated version, upgraded version of Mortal Kombat Four. Yeah, basically. And then uh, Mortal Kombat Special Forces, that was a PlayStation game. I'm not even sure what the fuck that was. I think I actually didn't play that one. Actually, neither did I. I think I think it's one of those games. I, I could be wrong, uh, nerds. If I'm wrong, let me know. I, I'm pretty sure it fell between the cracks. I think that's one of the games that, like, you know, because they they did go, the the guys who did Mortal Kombat did go ape shit with this with a franchise at one point and just started throwing out crap. I, I well, if we're, if we're talking chronologically too, you got to remember that Mortal Kombat Four, like I said, came out in 1997. The movie for Mortal Kombat. Here, ready to feel old on this one? Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat the movie came out in 1995. Yep, I remember that. 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's deemed now a classic in movies. How sad is that? I, uh, but, there was, but you're right. There was that iconic moment where he was like, those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. And he kills Goro. And that was fucking dope, dude. Yeah, it was kind of cool care. to watch him do that. I love the movie. Like I said, I absolutely love the movie. I think that movie spawned the video games. And it wasn't until Mortal Kombat, really for me, I know we're skipping a little head, but it really wasn't until Mortal Kombat seven or eight where I became an Uber fan. Because ask anybody that ever worked for me or worked with me, I was hyped when Mortal Kombat came out and when Mortal Kombat X came out. I was like, my boss had to tell me to calm down while talking to customers because I was so amped about it. (laughs) Because what they did, and this is why I'm kind of skipping ahead, because like you said, there's so many failures in Mortal Kombat because they they tried so much with money to get different kind of like video games. I'm going to name them off. I'm going to name them off. That way we can just get them out of the way. Um, Yeah. Let's see, I started off, did I, last one I said was Deadly Alliance. Uh, yeah, Deadly Alliance. Go, Deadly Alliance, or Mortal Kombat Deception, you remember that one? Oh yeah, that yeah. was terrible. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, uh, didn't ever played that one. I played Mortal Kombat Armageddon, I do remember that one. Armageddon was great. Armageddon was interesting. Mortal Kombat Unchained, don't even remember that. Never. I don't think, Ultimate Mortal Kombat, there's another one that, that came out after that. And then you got to this one, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, which I didn't play, but I'm kind of interested in. I mean, simply because it is Mortal Kombat, and you know my favorite 
comic book franchise, DC Universe. So, I, I mean, did you play it? Yeah, I did. I did. I admittedly played it. I admittedly liked it. And okay. playing as, like, Batman or the Joker or, or, like, you know, all those characters, it was, it was fun, but it was, like... These guys don't belong in this universe. Like, was, Batman never yeah. ripped anybody off. Like, Batman's fatalities where you're just like, Batman doesn't kill people! Yeah, you're like, why are you doing that, Batman? You're no. Now, the Joker would fit really well into Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, I, I agree there. Cause he, and he actually fit perfectly because he's psychotic. He's crazy. Oh, yeah, and I, I, and I, he's like, matter of fact, if anything, they could have explained that because the Joker's background is so convoluted and so hidden that he could not be from this realm. Yeah. Like, he could be from one of the other realms and fucking shit up. Like, that would be a fucking badass storyline. But they never really went into that. No. Now, and, they, and they wouldn't now, because then they'd have to share the joke. Now, here's what, now here's what you got to understand. Up until Mortal Kombat, DC versus Zones, they, like I said, they had so much storyline. And, and I could literally spend the next three hours trying to explain everybody's storyline and everything like that. Mortal Kombat did the best thing they could possibly do. And they realized that their storyline was too convoluted and too hard to follow. So the next game they came out with was Mortal Kombat Complete, and that storyline fixed everything. It literally, basically, basically the creators, everybody who's a Mortal Kombat fan knows that you could skip all of the Mortal Kombats and, and play, play Mortal Kombat yeah. Complete and play the storyline and completely understand the universe. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Complete came out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Yeah, I got that. That's a good game. That that game, they actually explain a lot in that game. But. Yeah, and not only that, but Mortal Kombat Complete is the best-selling Mortal Kombat up to date as of right now. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. That's why it's that's why by the fans and everybody else, like I tell all the fans who are like, "Oh, it's so convoluted. I don't understand the storylines." Play Mortal Kombat Complete, play the storyline, and forget everything else. And in fact, I think some of the Mortal Kombat Complete, some of the storyline on that came from the uh, there's like a TV show for a while. Yeah. Everything from Mortal Kombat Complete was, they basically took, and this is what's beautiful about Mortal Kombat, and this is where they won me back as a fan, when they truly won me back as a fan, because they took all of their canon, all of their shit, and put it into a giant melting pot, sat around in a room, and went, how do we make this work? How are we going to put it all together? And it, yeah, they, and did, they did it beautifully, and it all made they, sense. And it, they did it so wonderfully that, again, like I said, it's the most, it's the highest selling Mortal Kombat, it's the most successful Mortal Kombat game up to date it smashes all records the only one that beat that one was mortal kombat 3 and if you bought it at a certain place you know mortal kombat complete if you bought it at a certain place or if you oh, i think it might have been just a ps3 thing but you got to play as fucking freddy krueger yeah mortal kombat complete uh well there's two different versions mortal kombat which is on the ninth version and doesn't have the in the, the mortal kombat complete edition for both xbox 360 and ps3 has uh rain Freddy Krueger, yes. and there was one more. There was like three hidden characters. That one was Jason, I think. Did you get Jason? Or no, that's the new one. The new one was. That's the new one. Uh, now, what's great is here's basically how the storyline works. To that's why I didn't explain the storyline previously. So the basic storyline is this: Mortal Kombat is to complete yada, yada, yada. They go to the first tournament, and the first tournament runs down exactly if you've ever seen the movie exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. However, through the events of Mortal Kombat one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, and Armageddon, Armageddon ended the world where everybody died. But Raiden had this medallion that he cracked, and it sent him back in time. But what it did is when it cracked. It shattered his memories and just sent his memories back. Raiden knew 
that if the events of Mortal Kombat were to complete the way they were normally going to go, everybody was going to die. Armageddon was going to happen. So Mortal Kombat Complete was him trying to figure out what needed to be stopped, what event would stop Armageddon. During the playthrough, he finally figures out what was the key event. And the key event is that Liu Kang ultimately has to lose. Oh, that's right. Liu Kang has to not beat Shao Kahn. If Liu Kang loses, it will prevent Armageddon. But Liu Kang doesn't like this idea. Liu Kang goes against Raiden and eventually gets killed anyways. Mm -hmm. Then, after all that happened, and after all Earthrealm got invaded, and after this great storyline, it leads into the events of Mortal Kombat X, the newest game. Now, Mortal Kombat. Spoilers. Spoilers are coming. So I have Mortal no Kombat idea X. about Mortal Kombat X because I have yet to play it. And I oh, dude, it's so good. So Mortal Kombat X is 25 years later, and the new main characters are the kids of some of the most famous of the famous players in the first game. So Liu Kang is dead. He's gone. Good. <laughs> right, thank God. Now, here's what I said. Remember that in the very beginning of the podcast, I said that uh, originally that Johnny Cage was supposed to be the hero? Yeah. This is how they made up for it. The main character in Mortal Kombat X, the hero of this story, is Johnny Cage's daughter. Cassie Cage. Cassie, Cassie Cage. Cage. So Cassie Cage is the story. And Cassie Cage is the daughter of not only Johnny Cage, but of Sonya Blade as well. So she's really hot. <laughs> oh, she's super hot. She's super hot. And she plays like a mixture of both of them, which is super awesome. She was actually a great character. Mm. Her sidekick, her best friend, is the daughter of Jax. Oh, shit. Okay. So now you've got this great storyline of them basically stopping Armageddon, but now the world is in turmoil, and it's been a 25-year fight with OutRealm. Both OutRealm and EarthRealm are looking for the crystal that sent Raiden all the information about the events of Armageddon. So that's what they're looking for, and it's amazing because you get old man Sub-Zero who's finally come to terms with his past, who's no longer evil, who's no longer angry. You get Scorpion who's not bad anymore. You get this new bitch who's like an insect bitch who's fucking badass to play. I've heard about her, yeah. Oh, she is fun to play. And and like I said, the storylines are just so good. Really, you could skip all the Mortal Kombat, just play complete and play 10, and just play the storylines, and I promise you, you're going to love it. You're going to have such a Mortal Kombat hard-on. It's so good. Mortal hard-on! <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say oh, it. That's great. That is awesome. And I love the fact that Johnny Cage... Fucks the shit out of Sonya Blade because I would have banged that bitch <laughs> hard. Well, she was, you know, that was, she was the epitome of what I guess the '90s supermodel chick would look like. She had freaking that blonde hair, blue eyes, and those childbearing hips. <laughs> Big old titties. Big old bitties, yeah. Big old bitties for your uh, mouth. I think I think that's as far as that goes. But I mean, there's so much story and so much. Uh, so much background to it. I mean, I, I just everyone freaked the fuck out. I mean, it started out with such, the game, you know, for the first the first games, it started out with so much controversy because there was so much violence in the game. People freaked the hell out about it. And now, I mean, look how far it's come. It's funny how it, it, it's still one of the most violent games. It's still one of the most gory games out there that you can actually play. But it's not. It's like now it's like I kind of shrug my shoulders and parents are like, is this fine for a kid? Eh, there's no nudity. There's no drugs. There's no swearing in it. There's just a whole lot of violence. Whole lot of like, violence. Compared to Grand Theft Auto, it ain't got shit on it. No, you know? Exactly, dude. Exactly. 
I want to say Mortal Kombat's one of the reasons we ESRB, you know? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I don't even know if Mortal Kombat, when it first came out, even had a rating. I think it was my... Oh, well, let me look that up. If that was a fun fact. Think, that was, I don't think there was ratings before when Mortal Kombat first came out. I don't think ESRB started. It didn't start till a little later. But you can look it up. Look it up and let us know. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat did not have a rating when it first came out. No. The controversy was so bad... Controversy and censorship of the series violence spawned the ESRB rating system. Yep, yep. Criminal Combat had a key play in the ESRB. And that's so damn funny to me. Like, I find that extremely hilarious. Because it took one game, a little blood, and a lot of violence to uh, to get people to go, Oh, hey, you know what? We should probably rate these like we do movies. Right, and that's the thing. is like, I... I, I I love and hate the ESRB rating. I hate it because and I used to tell some people all the time at my old work, you know, not all M-rated games are created equal. You know, an M-rating game is anytime you spill blood, it's an M-rated game. Oh yeah. So something like Halo could spill one drop of blood, get an M rating, and then you're gonna compare Halo to fucking Grand Theft Auto? Are you fucking out of your mind? Oh, there's no there's no comparison. Grand Theft Auto is like fucking adult adult kind of game it's got the set i mean there's there's areas in grand theft auto where you see titties they're boobies yeah. in gta and you know boobies what? boobies and i can live with that but i'm adult enough to live with that well that's the thing is like back in the day i remember the drama when it first came out because so many moms were worried about it making their it was like the first like time when they went to like the courts and they were talking about how oh this game is so violent it's gonna make the youth of america violent I, all I know is I didn't go to, you know, because it came out when I was in high school, or actually, first game came out when I was in, like, eighth grade. I didn't go to I didn't go to my school and fucking rip someone's spine out, so I was okay. I didn't try, I didn't try and, like, you know, rip someone's heart out or, you know, fucking blow fire on them. But I did practice freezing somebody, like, Sub-Zero. Not gonna lie. You did? How'd you do that? Sat in my room, trying to learn how to freeze somebody. You really did? Oh, yeah. That's kind of sad. I'm sorry. Uh, it, uh, well, what nerd? It's the same when I first watched Dragon Ball Z. Who? What kid didn't sit in his room screaming at the top of his lungs trying to go Super Saiyan? Try, trying, to bring, trying to bring up his power level. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I just reached 10. Yeah, there's like a YouTube video of a kid almost making Super Saiyan. It's hilarious. Oh, God. No, but like, so like for me, like, yeah, no, it didn't make me more violent. Like, I will say that it did definitely like, Brighter I definitely went outside. Violence. Like, I, like we wore masks. I it was watching. Like I can't say that Halloween's. I went out as dressed as Sub Zero or Scorpion. Oh yeah. Like you know. it had such a profound effect on video games, and and gaming in general that it, it it just took it to a whole new level. I think that nowadays when you when you play a game, and you're like, wow, it's like playing a movie. You have to give credit to Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat put real people in those games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think to an extent. Um, Mortal Kombat is the—it's like the grandpa of some of these games, especially games that are violent. Uh, yeah, especially games that have violence and. And it's and it's one of the most success, successful fighting games out there. It really is. It's one of the biggest tournaments. I mean, obviously Street Fighter kind of beats it, uh, but it was for a while there. Mortal yeah. Kombat tournaments were just huge. They were big business, and they were big tournaments, and, and you could win lots of money playing these games. It was a game that was just—it's—it's it, it, so iconic. It's going to live in infamy. And like I said, I've said this before. I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. I stand by it. I think it's a golden treasure that we need to protect with our lives. I, I think it's amazing. I will say this: the first Mortal Kombat movie, you know, horrible rating and all, was still much better than the second Mortal Kombat movie. 
Well, yeah, but I also think it's, I, I also have I've maintained this that it's it, and we talked about this during the adaptations of movies from video games. It was the first successful video game movie. Mm, somewhat successful. It wasn't like a box office smash. No, but, but yes. for video, when you compare it to video games movies at the time in the 90s because oh, there was, was a lot that came out in the 90s it was the most successful it was successful compared to like the other ones we spoke about in that in that particular episode i mean out of all of them it probably was the most successful like you said but it's not it still wasn't a box office hit you know it's just it was it was it was acceptable you watch it and you're like eh, okay this isn't bad it's not good but it's not bad well okay put it this way i just looked it up the box office rating for Mortal Kombat was $122 million. It's not bad, depending on... I wonder how much they put into it. How much did they put into it? The budget was $20 million. Okay, so they they definitely they definitely got more than... They did. They broke more than even. They broke... They, they got ahead. So, yeah, they did okay. They did good. They did good. Now look up, like, Mario Brothers. How did that do? Mario Brothers grossed $20.9 million. And they spent how much? Forty-eight million. See, they that sucks. <laughs> that sucks, dude. I mean, I, I can see that too. And uh, that's why I say that it's extremely successful. Because again, yes, of course, when you look at Mortal Kombat and you compare it now, yet nowadays it's not a great movie. But back then, it was an amazing movie. It was a box it was a box office hit. Mm. It was a successful movie, and it was the first successful movie adaptation of a video game. It was the reason why we have video game and comic book movies. In my opinion, I will always stand by Mortal Kombat. I am a huge Mortal Kombat junkie. I disagree I, with the fact that it was a box office hit, but I will agree that it wasn't bad. I got the numbers, bitch, biscuit. I don't care. A box office hit would be like the top three. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm, hold on, I'm looking this up. <laughs> I'm actually gonna get a list here to see what it went up against because, like, yeah, I actually want to know that. That's actually pretty good. We'll hold on, hold on. Let me get. Let me get there. I, I don't. I forgot what movies came out. And if they were all shitty movies, but if they were like if Jurassic Park was in in the fucking lineup, I think you'll. I'll agree with you. So this is based on IMDb's list. There is. Hold on. Wow, there was a lot of movies that came out in 19... 19- Holy shit, 1995 was a good year for movies. <laughs> um, in 1995, 100 movies came out. So this is a list of 100 movies in 1995. Mortal Kombat, against all movies in 1995, fell in 22nd place. So 22nd place out of 100 movies. Now... Being 27 out of 100 is not bad, dick face. I'm not, well, I'm not saying it's not bad, but I'm not saying it's a box office hit either. But let's, but, but what was number one? What was number Toy one? Toy Story. Okay, okay, go on. What was the top Okay, so three? you got Toy Story, Batman Forever, what? Apollo 13. Wait, hold on. Batman Forever was the second. Okay, that just, okay, that, uh, uh, that just, that just, that just made, that just made, my point right there. Batman Forever was number two. Oh, go on. Okay, number three. What was number three? Apollo 13. Good movie. That should have got number two. Go on. That, that was a great movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, Pocahontas. Disney again. Yeah, Disney. Disney always does very well just because it's movies that parents can take their kids to. Yeah. You know, shuts the little kids up. It's cool. Then you got GoldenEye. James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. Jumanji. Casper. Seven. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Crimson <laughs> Tide. Uh, Dangerous Minds, mm-hmm. Mr. Holland's Opus, While We Were Sleeping, Congo, 
Father of the Bride Part 2, Braveheart, Get Shorty, Grumpier Old Men, The Bridges of Madison County, and then Mortal Kombat. Okay. So it went up against some good fucking movies. It did. It did. What was what was after Mortal Kombat? Just like give me the three after. Uh, nine months, Outbreak, and Heat. But I and I don't know why Batman Forever. Right. Was, was that number can't two. be number two. That can't be number. Batman Forever was such a bad. I'm wondering. I'm looking at the list of just movies that came out. Here, look. I, I went to a second site. IMDb, the top box office films of 1995: Toy Story, Batman Forever, Apollo 3. Yeah, same list. I could well, I could believe Toy Story, but not Batman for I don't know maybe. Well, Batman Forever was riding a lot of hype. Plus, it had Jim Carrey and Val Kilmer. My point being is still Twenty Second is not fucking bad out of a hundred films and going up against Disney movies. Four Disney movies to be precise. It didn't just go up against it; it kind of lost to them. Twenty two. It doesn't make it a box office. Oh, I hit. forgot one too. Waterworld took twelfth place. Uh, uh, oh. Dry land is not a myth. I've seen it. Oh God, Waterworld was so bad. It was so bad. I don't know why it would take. It's almost that was almost as baffling as Batman Forever. Okay, but when you, when you talk about box office smashes, right? It's not all the times that it's a great movie because people don't know that they're going to see if it's a good movie. I disagree with it being a box office smash because a box office smash is like the top three fucking movies. But it, a successful movie is a movie that made more than they put in. And it was a successful movie. It was. I'm Thank not... you. It was successful. And, and, and like I said, at my list here of video game movies, all video game movies, except for Mortal Kombat, were negative to the to the, the filmmakers. Yeah, and the video game movies all suck. Except for Mortal Kombat. I mean, why do you want to be immortal? To live forever? Yeah, exactly. Mortal Kombat will always stand as one of those games... That just stands the test of time for me. The movie stands the test of time. And it, it, it was so revolutionary that if you're not even a fan of fighting games, because I get it, fighting games can be very boring. They can, and, and maybe you don't have the skill to play fighting games because the buttons are convoluted and it's hard to play. But just play the storyline or at least watch somebody who's good at it. Watch play it because you're really going to enjoy the storyline of Mortal Kombat Complete and Mortal Kombat 10. Good they games. are fucking wonderful games. I highly, highly highly recommend picking up and they for me give me a raging nerd boner hard yeah I, i'd pretty much given up on mortal kombat you know because all the the crap games they put out before you know mortal kombat complete actually just i i i got it i was like you know what it's it's for sale i'm gonna buy it and i played it and i just loved it so i agree i think that i think everything all the disappointments from all those other like pieces of shit that they were throwing at us throughout the years were was actually kind of redeemed by mortal kombat uh complete and then i never got to play x but i i just hear it's amazing so there yeah you go. put it this way if you want even more proof all the rating systems that mortal kombat has been given has always get consistently gets nine out of ten the new one right? everybody loves steam everybody's going batshit crazy for steam right now uh -huh. steam reviewers give mortal kombat complete a nine out of ten on a video game yeah mortal kombat complete well you said it yourself it's one of the best-selling mortal kombat games ever so yeah and it's amazing and right now it's super cheap too and like i said you'll get all the storyline that you ever want out of it it's just super amazing I, I cannot say enough good things about mortal kombat i could literally talk for hours about mortal kombat because it's just super fucking great and it's just spawned so many good things yeah was there a river of shit when they would when they when mortal kombat writers cared about money of course the sub-zero games mortal kombat versus dc that was just basically that it might was as well an been ocean of shit yeah that might as well have just been called mortal kombat and search for more money yeah pretty much mortal, mortal kombat you know, just give us your money 
Yeah, but when it comes down to it, when Mortal Kombat wants to make a good game, Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat Complete, Mortal Kombat 10. When Mortal Kombat wants to make a fucking... I've seen Mortal Kombat a lot right now. I'm starting to lose all morning. Yes. Mortal Kombat. When Mortal Kombat wants to make a good game, they'll make a good fucking game. So I'm kind of curious to see what's next. I I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be done with it. I mean, they did leave Mortal Kombat. I'm not going to give away the spoilers to the ending of Mortal Kombat 10, but they kind of left it open for another game. And I wouldn't be mad at another game. I really wouldn't. I really would not be mad at a different game. I think Mortal Kombat, when it sticks in its butter zone, when it knows it's a fighting game, it does very well. Mortal Kombat, for me, is the second best fighting game out there in the world. The only one that beats it, in my opinion, is Tekken. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't say... Uh... Uh, Street Fighter. I love Street Fighter. You know I love Street Fighter, but for me, that's a that's the fourth best fighting okay. game. Okay, what's the third? Uh, for me, it goes Tekken, Mortal Kombat, uh, and then uh, King of Fighters. Okay, okay. And then, and actually, then Soul Calibur. Oh, Soul Cal- yeah, Soul Calibur actually has, and I don't even like fighting games these and days. And then I'd probably put Street Fighter. See, I don't even like fighting games, and Soul Calibur has a place in my heart. Like, I love that game. Yeah, uh, with that said and done, everyone, if you if you have any ideas for us to uh, talk about, be sure to put them down on the Facebook page, or if you want to be a guest and or female and wants to do a interview with us, you can speak to myself on the Facebook page, and Gambit on the Twitter page. Anything you'd like to add, Gambit? Uh, no, other than that, uh, Ice Cold, I have not forgotten about you. Uh, we'll be doing a huge review here very soon, probably within the next week. I'll be getting the review video out. Uh, I'm up to 30 hours of watching his fucking Twitch. Jesus. Yeah, I go ham, dude. It's my <laughs> thing. It's kind of my thing. It's my thing. Um, but I, I am I am doing reviews, so uh, like I said, ladies, if you want to do part of the interview, please by all means hit me up on the Twitter, tweet me. Uh, if uh, <laughs> and if guys, if guys out there or girls, if you want me to review your uh, YouTube page or uh, Twitch accounts, hit me up on Twitter as well. If you have a good week, and we'll see you next weekend on Nerd is the New Sexy. Stay sexy. Finish him.